We're going to talk to Williamsville Sherman Superintendent Tip Reedy. Tip, good morning to you, sir. And first off, I guess this is kind of one of the lay of the land here in 2020. What exactly is the status right now in Williamsville Sherman? Well, good morning, Chris and Greg. Thanks for having me on. I tell you what, the sun's rising here in Belleville, and it's going to be a great day. Did you say Belleville? Belleville. Belleville, Williamsville. Oh, Bill. oh I was like, story. what is going on with Belleville. Belleville? Did we call the wrong super? <laughs> <laughs> Will, okay, I got you. Right on. No, uh, the, well, see, that's like what we it. get. We're not locals around there, so yeah, we don't uh, pick yeah, up on that. Yeah, that's a historical name for our school district. Oh, yeah. Very I love cool. It. I love it. Billville. <laughs> Tip, cool. what, well, what's going on? Um, as the sun comes up, it is going to be a gorgeous day. Um, what are students and parents going to expect for the school district, and when does that start? Well, we started with teachers this week, and they're planning and prepping for remote learning and in-person learning. So we felt it was very important as a school district to give our parents a choice. Our parents and families will have a choice of in-person and or full remote. The in-person scenario is is where students will attend in cohort groups two days a week and one day uh, full remote on Monday and then two other days uh, remote also. So two days in person, three days remote. That gets us to 50% capacity, helps us do the best we can and as much as possible in regards to the mandate and still provide face-to-face instruction uh, for our students and a remote option for our families that choose to do that. Tip, I think it's safe, uh, fair to say that 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 the people, especially that uh, have their kids in Williamsville Sherman, are pretty serious about education, and uh, they've they've shown that in test scores and and the support that they've given to the district. What's been the feedback so far from your parents as to your hybrid uh, decision? Um, it's been positive. Of course, there's parents that would prefer that their students are in school five days a week full time, but that's just not feasibly possible. The protection of our staff, uh, teachers, employees is very important to us, and we need to balance that with the social emotional learning and the instructional development of kids. So it's a juggling act to, to, to adhere to both uh, interests. But our survey that we took earlier in July, uh, parents indicated overwhelmingly that they preferred in-person learning, and the other people and parents and families still had a choice to choose full remote if they so did. Tip, um, when it comes to uh, you know the possibility of uh, of more restrictions coming down, uh, we're kind of seeing that with the Metro East area uh, and the governors, uh, you know, putting more restrictions like bars, restaurants, uh, casinos, and, and the like. Uh, it doesn't seem that there's been any restrictions put on schools, uh, though. Uh, there is that kind of uh, little bit. It's unclear if it applies to schools, but the cap of twenty five people or twenty five percent capacity for this, these these various gatherings. How are you and the district and the school board uh, assessing what could happen if there's a uh, resurgence, if there are certain metrics met that could trigger uh, any kind of unilateral decisions from the governor? Well, I've communicated uh, early on to all of our parents and that they need to be prepared to go full remote at any time. Our teachers are teaching today to prepare to go full remote tomorrow. We will continue to have conversations with the local health department and watch the data and in communication with our teachers union who's been we have a great cordial relationship with each other and want to do what's best for kids but we'll continue to evaluate the scenario as it progresses but the key to this situation for the longer we can stay in school is the parents taking care of their responsibility of home of self-certifying their children and not bringing any students to school that are sick or showing any signs of COVID-19 so we can continue to have uh, school in person. 
Tip, let's talk a little bit about that because obviously COVID-19, you know, can can spread like wildfire at times. You know, no school district that has in-classroom learning is, is not at risk in some of this. And and one of the things that was brought up at the Ball Chatham School Board meeting last night uh, was the fact that uh, they're worried they were worried about people suing the school district. Are, do you have any concerns about that? Should something break out COVID-19 wise that the, the parents could sue? Yeah, we're just as concerned with the safety and welfare of our students and staff, uh, along with the risk. There's a risk and liability for any situation that goes along with that. And as long as we adhere and do the best we can to the CDC, ISBE, and IDPH guidelines, uh, the risk is minimal. And communication and transparency with parents and and doing those checks before uh, employees or students come to the school help mitigate our risk in regard to that. So it's a balancing act what districts are doing in regards to in-person instruction, social-emotional development of students, and the liability risk for potential exposure situations. Tip, you guys got every uh, all the PPP you need uh, or the PPE. Get the, uh, the the three Ps and the PPE confused sometimes. But the personal protective equipment, uh, how you guys doing on that? Uh, is there uh, you know a moment where you're going to have to ask for some from somewhere, or what's the lay of the land? At this time, we have an adequate supply of PPE and hand sanitizer and cleaning solutions. And as we go through those supplies, we'll continue to order more. And if they become hard to come by, uh, school districts can contact IEMA, and IEMA can continue to provide resources to school districts. So uh, we'll continue to have those mechanisms in place for our staff and students. Tip, have you heard anything more about spring uh, sports and specifically football? I mean, I know you guys are excited to defend the state championship, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not going to happen this fall, obviously. Have you heard anything about spring sports, and, and what are your thoughts on having a football season in the spring? Well, I'm still holding out hope that our students will be able to participate in all extracurricular activities. That's a very important part of school life but uh, the only information that I have is is what was put out and the plan that the IHSA set uh, to start in January. Tip, uh, greatly appreciate the time uh, this morning. Of course, we're going to be talking with a lot of superintendents um, all around uh, the area throughout the morning. Uh, how have you been uh, in discussions with those uh, other superintendents? Has there been a lot of kind of a collaboration of sorts and uh, in talks with uh, the regional superintendents as well? Talk a bit about that in ensuring that uh, I guess there's some kind of cohesiveness, <laughs> especially with parents who, you know, uh, they, they may work in Springfield and their employers looking at Springfield's deal but their kids go to Williamsville school. Uh, is there that type of coordination that's been going on? Yeah, we have constant communication. we got a great network of superintendents here, well, even with Jeff Bose, our regional superintendent, and Sangamon Menard counties. You know, we have large schools. We have mid-sized schools and small schools. So no problems too big and no problems too small. And that collaboration and sharing ideas and bouncing off each other, you know, what works in a large school may work in a small school. And there may be some small schools that have some great ideas that'll work for the large schools. So that collaboration and sharing ideas, and, and you are correct, our parents and families are connected and that's important to try to maintain consistency in our schedules. So it's another healthy relationship that we have here in Sangam Menard area. Well, I appreciate uh, you coming on, and uh, we'll definitely be checking back in with you uh, in, in the, the weeks ahead to see how things are going. Again, give us a, a little bit of an overview. You got teachers in there yesterday. They're starting to uh, get all their remote learning uh, capabilities all set up, but uh, you're going to start in school uh, with a hybrid plan starting when? Yeah, 
Yeah, they're working on remote planning, students' remote lessons now, and then our first batch of students come in on August 25th, Tuesday, August 25th, and then the second batch group of students will come in on August 27th. Oh, Tip, one quick question to that on the remote learning. Uh, the the uh, I was going to ask you about the you know teachers online doing that. The Springfield District 186 is going to be using uh, some lesson plans that they've grabbed that, that might not necessarily have teachers that are in the district, but rather kind of, uh, uh, um, for lack of a better word, pre-recorded you know, from some national site or whatever to teach the kids when the teachers can't be on remote. Do you have something like that in your curriculum, too? Yeah, we've got a combination of those different uh, CAN programs, too. But I was very proud of our district teachers for wanting to step up to make sure that the Williamsville-Sherman students received an education and instruction from Williamsville-Sherman teachers. So they're going to be doing synchronous and asynchronous instruction, recording themselves, live streaming, and then pushing that out to kids uh, to watch at a later date. So teachers are going to be teaching in front of cameras and get that information Remote, remember, just always doesn't mean electronics or technology. Remote just means that you're not physically in our school building. So there's a lot of tools in their toolbox that they could use to increase education and provide instruction for five days for those kids that are not in person and to those kids that are in person. All right, terrific. And thank you most importantly Most importantly, this morning. Thank you for giving me the new nickname for Williamsville. I'm calling it Billville the rest of my life. That's awesome. I like it, too. Yeah, I love that. I, like I love it. Tip, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day.